In part two of training your mind, I'm going to deal much more deeper into the fact of how to train your mind. So we're going to give you practical steps how to train your mind so that you can use your mind to your benefit and that your mind will not uh, dictate to you any longer what you need to do. And that is going to be a great help to you so that you can do what you want to do every time that you choose to. Welcome to the Rise and Shine show where we help you to become the leader that you were born to be. The show is proudly brought to you by Sunshine Harvest. And now let's move on to today's episode. Welcome to to part two of this mini series where we help you to train your mind so that your mind can work for you. And I have some special guests with me today. It's my precious wife, Judy. Welcome, Judy. Thank you, Yanni, and it's a pleasure to be back. Yeah, it's great to have Judy because Judy always have wonderful insights. And the reason why uh, I asked her to come and present here with me is that Judy has a, a blog and a course also that specifically deals with vision. And vision is very important when we're talking about our mind because when you have the vision and you know how to train your mind to work for you, then it's much easier to get your vision to realize and to become real in your in your life. So Judy, just give us a little bit of uh, background about yourself and about the vision, and then we will take it from there. Thank you, Yanni. Um, it's a great pleasure to share part of my story, and I think that's what how I would like to start today. Going back to when I was eight years old, And as a young girl, I I lived in a small village with my family. Basically, they were the only ones in the village. And um, we also lived in a beach house. And one day, as I was playing on the beach, building some castles, I looked up into the in the air and I thought, wow, there's a plane. I wonder where all these people are going. And at that moment, I birthed a vision in my life. And I said, I would like to travel. And that was the beginning of something. I now, when I was about moving forward to about age 10 and 11, my parents left where we were and I started, I was on the first time on a plane. And then I began to get more and more interested in flying. When I was 16, I was beginning to fly on my own to Europe, to some of the countries there and experiencing new things. So the feel for um, growing a vision started early in my life. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a great story to, to hear how Judy started and where she ended up. It's really cool. Thank you, Judy, for sharing that. And again, thank you for being here. Now, as I mentioned in the previous session, uh, the, in the in the mind training lesson, we shared with you how I really got to learn how to train my mind. Now, to some of you, this may sound as if it's a very simple thing. And how is that going to apply to your life? But the principles that I'm sharing with you and that Judy is also going to share with you here is, is principles. It's almost like laws and steps that you can follow. And you don't have to want to go and take a nap like I, for example, because I had this uh, need in my life at that time because I was getting up very early and I had a lot of work that I needed to do in the evenings. When I got home in the afternoons, I wanted to go and take a power nap so that I am fresh and so that I can continue on. 
And initially it was very hard for me because I was used to my mind just running rampant. My mind just go wherever it wants to. I didn't really have control over my mind. Now I knew from people that, that shared with me and that I, that I followed at the time that that's really what I needed to do. But I didn't understand really the principle behind it. And yet, when I started with this, I realized it's actually much easier than I thought initially. So that's why I, I'm sharing these steps with you so that you can also uh, move forward in this. And here it's important also to note, sometimes some of your close family, if you are married or uh, if even children and so on, they may not really understand what you're trying to achieve. So you might have to explain to them what you're doing. And even if they do not understand, just know that what you have to do and what you want to do will benefit them as well. So keep that in mind, even if you get criticism and people think you're crazy um, about what you're embarking on. You know, that's very true, Yanni, because why do people like leaders? Because leaders already have a deciding, they'd already decided where they want to go in life. So they want to follow. But if you're in a family and the father has got a vision, the children will follow the vision. And if you're in a family where there's the family have no vision, then the children will have no vision. Yeah, that's very true. That's why the family is so important and the parents are so important. And mostly in today's life in the Western world, families are broken apart. The dad goes his way, the mom goes her way, and the children must, must just go their own way as well. And when the father is in place and the mother is in place, then it brings that security and brings that bond to the, to the family which is vital because if we have strong families, we've got strong communities and we've got strong nations. So although this may seem a very simple step that you embark on and that you're starting today, it can have very, very impactful implications in your life as you move forward. Now, just to give you a little bit of an example, how I was up to this time where I started with this, and I shared with you, my mind would just go all over the show. If someone, for example, said something to me that I perceived as negative, it would bother me for sometimes for weeks. My, my tummy would be in a knot. And that was all that I was thinking about. It really bothered me. So my self-esteem was so low that it really bothered me. And I, I had to also learn through Judy because she's quite the opposite that I really had to overcome this. And so this, even this simple exercise of going to lay down on my bed and to take a power nap and to train my mind not to wander, not to go off on its own tangent, to bring it back every time, that helped me a great deal to even deal with those other situations in my life. Can I interject here, Yanni? When you were a boy, I gathered you played a lot. You did, did a lot of rugby sports. You played a lot. But then if I look at my life, I played, but I had a very disciplined upbringing. I put it on myself. When I was very young, I started um, pretending to be in business. I was 
living with my grandparents and my family, they were all business people. So I was placed in that environment. And after that, I kept on reading very disciplined books on history, geography, and all of those things. So my mind already began to take form at that age. So for the people who are listening, it's always good to really fast start it if you can go back and see what your upbringing was like. Because like I just noticed with Yanni and myself, his upbringing made his mind just go wild, whereas mine was very focused. And by doing that, I was quickly able to um, understand vision and use vision to my advantage. So for the reader, the listeners out there, you know, you can you can um, analyze yourself, if I can say it like that, or reflect on your own life. That's great, Judy. Thank you so much. And uh, even if you do not really know or don't really know how to pinpoint it don't even worry about that but we as you embark on this on this journey and you start applying these these steps these principles these laws then you will begin to see where your upbringing where it actually led you to because you can change it it doesn't matter where you come from it depends what you do with that and the decisions that you make today so what i need to just emphasize here is through judy i i really found it very helpful when she helped me to to change these things and i knew it was a problem but please do not let any of these things hold you back don't let it hold you back and don't let it become excuses that you cannot move forward because it's excuses that holds us back excuses is not going to put money in your pocket excuses is not going to bring your vision to you pointing fingers at other people is not going to get you anywhere it's all about you and it's decisions that you have to make and i trust that you will be able to make that decision today that's why i'm sharing with you that's why judy's sharing with you so that you can make this decision to make a change in your own life now this is a long in- introduction but I trust that this, this will help you. Judy, you have something to share? I, it just slipped by. I think what I wanted to say is the moment you acknowledge to yourself that you need help, then help will come to you. Absolutely. And you know what? what where Judy and I are walking, when you do not know where help is to be found, you can always reach out to God. God is so close to you and he loves you and he will help you to overcome anything. But he requires you to ask him. There are certain laws and stuff, even these laws and these principles that I'm sharing with you. These are biblical principles. It's godly principles, godly laws. And always reach out to him because he wants the best for you. He's only got good plans for you. And he even knew you way before uh, the creation of of the earth. So let that be an encouragement to you. Now, the first thing that I'm going to touch on here is imagination. Now, how is imagination tying in with me wanting to go and take a nap? Now, I had a goal. I wanted to do some work after I came home and I wanted to be fresh. And in order to do that, I needed to go and take a a 
power nap, I needed to go and take a rest so that I can accomplish that. So that was already a bit of a goal for me that I wanted to accomplish. And I had to use my imagination, how to get there. Now, why is imagination so important? Now, the word imagination, it comes from the, the, either the Greek or the, or the Hebrew um, root word um, as conception. So when you start imagining things, seeing things in your imagination, it's as if you conceive something. The same as when a, when a, when a woman conceives a child. It's exactly the same thing. And as you conceive this in your imagination and you begin to meditate on this, you begin to think deep on on what you want to achieve, then you begin to form a picture. And the more you focus on this, the more you're going to see this picture very, very clearly. And that will help you. And that's the reason why I'm sharing about imagination with you right here at the onset and I've got uh, a different series where I specifically talk about imagination and where I teach you how to use your imagination much more efficiently but here I think it suffice to say that when you use your imagination that will also help you to reach your goal now the imagination means it's the act or power of forming a mental image of something not present to the senses or never before wholly perceived in reality. That's what you do with your imagination. Does that sound interesting? Does that sound enticing? I trust it will uh, sound enticing to you. And number two about imagination, it's a creative ability. So you and I have creative abilities to help us to get where we need to get to and accomplish what we want to accomplish, to reach our vision and to accomplish our vision. The third thing that the dictionary says, it's the ability to confront and deal with a problem. So I had a problem, I needed to deal with a problem because I wanted a solution for the issue that I was sitting with. And then number four is to be resourceful. And the only way that you can be resourceful is really when you go and you use your imagination and think of all the possibilities And the more you think about it, as you meditate on this, it just starts uh, shaping this picture on the inside of you. And this is really a godly principle. So especially if you want to do something, go and look for a scripture in the Bible and take this scripture and meditate on this scripture. Read it over and over uh, for yourself. Just where you're alone, go and think about it. Even when you go and sleep in the evening, think about it, think about it over and over and over. And you will be surprised at how this picture, it becomes much more vivid in your mind. Now, we already talked a little bit about vision, so I'm not going to specifically deal on that more. Judy, you can share about that more uh, in a moment if you want. So... Now I'm going to explain to you the steps that I followed how to go and take this power nap in the afternoons. So step number one is the goal. You want to focus on the goal. You need to know exactly what you want to do. And what I wanted to do, I wanted to go and lie down on my bed. I wanted to take a 20 minute nap and I wanted to wake up refreshed. 
so that I can go on and I can do what I wanted to do. Now, step number two, it's very similar, but it's different in this in the sense of now you need to focus on your goal. You really want to go and lie on your bed with your mind focused on the goal. Step number three, now you need to fight any distractions that want to take you away from what you want to accomplish. So in other words, what I had to do, I went to lie down on my bed and all of a sudden my mind would just go. And I would think of the stuff that I still needed to do, the stuff that uh, bothered me and all that. And every time I just had to say to my mind, I said, no, no, you come back. You come back. I'm here to come and lie down and I wanted to sleep. So I had to do that uh, several times. So I also had to block any distracting thoughts and I had to tell it. And this is the important thing. Don't just think it. You have to tell these thoughts, even if it's audible, um, where you can hear it, where you can hear yourself speaking, to come back. No, this is what I want to do. Come back. And that you might do over and over. Step number four, you have to continue to apply step number three until you achieve the goal that you wanted to achieve. In my case, I wanted to fall asleep. So when my mind would go and think on what I wanted to do tomorrow, I said, no, 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 you come back. I want to fall asleep. Mm -hmm. And in the beginning, I had to do it over and over. But as time went by, it became much easier. I would go and lie down and I would fall asleep very quickly. And then step number five, the desired goal is reached. And in my case, I fell asleep. So in the beginning, it was a a struggle, but eventually it was not. And then step number six, you repeat steps one through five until your mind is so trained to obey every single time that you want to do what you wanted to do. So after about a week and a half, two weeks, I could go and lie down on the bed. I could uh, fall asleep within two, three minutes. I would fall asleep, I would wake up after 20 minutes, and I would be refreshed. So that's really the steps that I had to take. And it's, it's fairly simple. That is true. Once you understand the process, that's the most important thing. Then you can apply that same process everywhere. Now, Yanni talks about gold and I talk about vision. So vision is more of a life lifestyle or a life plan. The goal for Yanni was to just make sure he can have a peaceful rest, his 20-minute power nap. A vision will take you through your entire life. So should I be talking about that? Because you mentioned vision. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, okay. I'll just give you a little bit of what, what I'm talking about. A vision is achieved quite along the same way. You have to make um, your mind focused and clear on where you want to go. So it's important what Yanni is saying, but with a vision, you have to stay more on track for a longer period of your life. Once you understand how to discipline your mind and you have your vision in your vision of your future life, then the um, the disciplined mind will discard the things that's not important to you and bring out the things that's important to you. So what's important to you to complete your vision will become a goal. So for example, I give the illustration, if, you, if your life you want to be an actor, 
then that's the long-term vision. But the goal of the um, disciplined mind will make you to um, learn to act, study acting, practice acting, and that's the goal of having a disciplined mind. Mm -hmm. Can you see how this ties in with just training your mind to do what you wanted to do? So if you need to work on your vision, for example, this is a good step to start just to go and train your mind first to do what you wanted to do, that your mind doesn't dictate to you anymore what it wants to do because you have to control it. Yeah, because when your mind is disciplined, you're in control. So when you have a day where you feel like you want to give up this plan, then your disciplined mind will say, okay, but take a break. Let me try, let me show you a different way or let me bring people across your path to help you with this goal. So that's the that's the power of being disciplined in your mind. It will bring to you the events and the people you need to help you complete it. Now, if, if there's something that you struggle with or that you want to do that you struggle with and you don't really know what thoughts to counter, you know the best way that I know of to, to deal with this and to help you through this because it's really like a, a deep thinking and a meditation in a way because you do it over and over. And that's, re that's really what meditation is. It's just to do something over and over uh, until you see the, the entire picture. And the best way that I know is really to uh, go to the Lord and ask Him for a scripture. And the reason why this is so powerful and why this is so important is because when this, the, the writers of, of the, the Bible, either Old or New Testament, when they wrote this down, it was first spoken to them by God. And then a scribe had to go and write it down. So when you and I read a scripture and you read it out loud to yourself, you actually hear God speaking to you. So it's not just a written word anymore. It's really God speaking to you. And that is extremely powerful when God speaks to you and you just take this and you, you just do it over and over and over. Just like when you go from, for myself, when I went to go and lie, lie down to sleep. Yes, I, I told my, uh, my mind to come back, not to focus on these things. But I also use scriptures. And I'm going to give you a few of the examples that, that I used now, the first, for example, is the Lord gives his beloved sleep. That's Psalm 127 verse 2. And that's what God wants to do. He wants to give you sleep. When I want to go and sleep, I want to go and sleep. I don't want to go and think on a lot of other stuff. And then uh, Psalm 37 4, the Lord gives you the desires of your heart. So he even helps you to get the desires of your heart when you focus on that. Another one is, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me, Philippians 4.13. And the last one that I'm going to give you here is just, my God will supply all my need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus, Philippians 4.19. So here are just a few scriptures for my specific situation, but you can go and look for something and ask the Lord for something specific to your situation, specific to what you want to achieve. And... When you train your mind in this way, again, it will, it will work for you. And you can, you can decide what you want your mind to do, really. And that is the most important, the most practical, and the most exciting part uh, for me. 
And you can use this in many, many areas of your life. You can use it for finances. You can use it for relationships, your personal life goals, achievements, self-discipline, rational and practical thinking. You control a conversation to benefit all your parties involved. That's very important because sometimes we trained, we must just step back and not to do it in a, in a negative or an ugly way, but that we can really conduct a conversation or a transaction so that everyone benefits through that. And then to gain confidence and to fight procrastination. Those are just a few areas. So you can add to that as many as you want. Judy, um, do you still have something that you want to share? Because at the end, when you're done, I just want to summarize these steps again so that we can just see exactly what we dealt with today. I think the best way to get started with this type of discipline is just give yourself, let's say, an hour a day. Start reading a book, a chapter, Because what that will do, it'll silence your mind. And once your mind is silenced after you've read, then just put the book aside and think about what you've just read. Go over that chapter, paragraph by paragraph and page by page. Because what I'm I'm training you to do here is just to build up some mental reserves or mental, uh, mental capacity. So you can stop after that and just look in your mind and listen to what you've actually read. And then practice like that for like a few weeks, alternate from the book to your own life, the book to your own life, because everything that the book will teach you, you'll translate the next day into your own life. Mm, That's good advice. Okay, that's what I'd like to share. Yeah, thank you, Judy. So in summary, uh, I'm going to give you the, the, the six steps again. So if you want to make a note of it, just make a note of it and just follow these steps until you know how to train your mind to do exactly what you want it to do. Now, step one is the goal. So you decide exactly what you want to do. That's step number one. Step number two, focus on the goal. Step number three, you fight any distractions, you fight any thoughts and all things that want to interfere. If someone wants to come and distract you, say, no, this is what I'm going to do for the next whatever length of time. So you just cut out all those distractions and you block any distraction, uh, any distracting thoughts even, by telling your mind what you want it to do. It's important that you speak to your mind so that your mind can hear you because it's got a lot of power when you speak to yourself. Step four You continue to apply step three as many times as necessary until the desired goal is achieved. Step number five, the desired goal is reached. And then step number six, you just repeat steps one through five regularly until your mind is trained to obey you every single time without fail. And that is really how to train your mind. I've given you some pointers here. I've given you a few steps. And like I said, you can apply this to any and every area of your life and you will see success. Thank you, Judy. Thank you for being with me. Thank you You're for what you welcome. shared. And I'm looking forward to having you on this training sessions again. And thank you for listening. And I really appreciate you. And we're looking forward to seeing you in the next episode.
Until next time. Thank you so much for tuning into the Rise and Shine show today. Please hit that subscribe button and share this podcast with your friends and family. I'm looking forward to seeing you in the next episode.